Hey everyone, this is episode 2 of the Player One Productions podcast, and I am your host, Michael Arnold. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this week we have some exciting news about Pat Ryan's show, My Controller is Broken, and two shows that John is working on right now. We talk about Big Hero 6, the Lego movie, and uh, the fact that I can't remember the most recent movie I've seen. Instead, we talk about two shows I recently watched. Uh, We also talk briefly about creativity and nature. This episode is a little longer than last week's, but we hope you enjoy it. Also, uh, I apologize in advance for this episode because the audio is less than stellar. We had an issue with my recording and John's recording. Thankfully, Pat was able to record my audio and John's audio locally onto his computer. So, John's audio is pretty decent. Mine is kind of shitty, and there is a moment when we're talking about the nature that my audio gets really bad. Um, We hope you guys can suffer through this, because this episode was a lot of fun for us, and we hope it'll be a lot of fun for you to listen to. And again, guys, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we will try and get a new podcast out to you next week. Rapid headlines. All right. Photos released of live-action Beauty and the Beast cast, including Emma Watson, Luke Evans, Josh Gad, Ian McKellen, and Emma Thompson. Gandalf and Hermione Granger in this. Oh, don't look out for a standalone Hulk movie anytime soon due to issues between Universal and Marvel Studios. Oh. Uh, Will Smith has shaved his head for his upcoming role as Deadshot in the Suicide Squad film. Kevin Feige's Spider-Man reboot will focus on high school age Spidey in the MCU. I don't understand why they're making another Spider-Man reboot. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. (laughs) Spider-Man, right? Who is that? Mad Max reboot gets a legacy trailer. And Star Wars fans can geek out all across the globe this weekend by watching the Star Wars Celebration event in Anaheim, California, live streaming online. Bill Paxton is in talks to join Daniel Radcliffe on the Grand Theft Auto real-life drama, which we talked about last week. We did talk about that one. I'm actually really excited about that one. (laughs) Harry Potter's just all over the place. A new Jurassic World clip arrives with with a peek at Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard's characters in action. And finally, writer-director of Monster, Patty Jenkins, replaces Michelle McLaren to direct the Warner Brothers Wonder Woman film, which, if they can do that right, that will actually be... Like, yeah, that might be DC's chance to actually 
rebuild what they have. If they can get a, a solid Wonder Woman film and followed up with a Flash movie that are kind of of that sort of Marvel ilk where they're able to have that sort of sense of humor about themselves and understand that superheroes are kind of weird in general and make it into yeah. something that's more accessible, I think between Flash and Wonder Woman, they can actually start to build a movie franchise, uh, you know, to build toward that Justice League movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm actually really excited. I I hope they do a good job with it because I heard really good things about Monster too. I never saw it. Oh, but, Monster's great. Um, I heard it was amazing. So, um, I I mean, it sounds like Patty Jenkins Jenkins would be a good good pick because I don't know enough about Wonder Woman to know like. Yeah, the which stuff. of the dire- female directors I like that I would want to. Well, I mean, she's not the first person that would come to mind for me, but when when I think of. Uh, somebody that knows how to write strong female characters and as well as strong female villainy as Monster was very much, you know, in line with. Uh, I feel like she should be able to build up this whole world and show the, like, sort of good versus evil battle that uh, that Wonder Woman would go through and just the the mythology and all the... I mean, it's such a rich history to take from that... Mm-hmm. Any capable writer should be able to not mess it up. That being said, it also makes me worry because if you look mm. back at the old um, Daredevil movie that Marvel made, and now the, the TV series is way made up for it, but uh, Daredevil's a hard character to mess up because he's just so damn likable and so interesting, but mm-hmm. yeah. I'll be damned if they didn't just run it into the ground when they tried to make that movie. Yeah. yeah, well, and I blame most of that on Ben Affleck because I hate him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not ben a big Affleck, fan of I'm his. I'm sure you're a cool guy, but um, I don't like your acting. He's a great director, though. He's really proven that He's he knows how to make a good movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Should we go right, on to so, announcements? Yeah, um, so we got a few things to announce today. Excellent. Um, I'm going to start off with that. So the board game show that we talked about last week, is uh, it's still in pre-production, but... Uh, Exciting news. A location was found. Oh, uh, nice. Got contacted recently by awesome, this, awesome. Um, this store called TPA Game or TPK Gaming. Anyone happens to be in the area, it's opening up in Glen Ellen. Uh, oh, you know, I've heard about that place. Week. Um, I'm actually, I know the, the owner of it quite well. Oh, um, cool. And he also offered his place to us to. Sweet. Uh, record the board game show, so that'll be fun once we can actually get to that point. Yeah, that'll be super <laughs> fun. fun. We already have tons of games which we want to play, so just getting it started is going to be the thing. Yeah, <laughs> ain't that that'll the way though? Sense. I mean, it, the, the whole yeah. thing behind any sort of creative thing is you have this great idea, and it sort of crystallizes yeah. in your head, and you're like, oh, it's going to be so perfect. But then you just there's so many so of these good. that I just yeah. never started. Because mm-hmm. I had a great idea, and then it's just like, oh, ideas are work. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, right now with my uh, with uh, the one of the shows that I'm writing right now is like I'm finishing the screenplay for the first episode. Ooh, and yeah, I got you. I like <laughs> this has taken me months. Yeah. To get this screenplay the way I want it, so <laughs> I'm really hoping that uh, I am a lot nicer to myself as yeah. it's good. Yeah. Just lower your standards; Don't. you'll be fine. Yeah, I yeah. Just have to lower my standards. Exactly. It's a good I'm, life strategy. I mean, most of the 
I mean, most everything you see um, is it deviates so much from the script anyway, as it is. Yeah. It's like, if you if you write a script, if you if you write direct, write in a direct, um, and you're too attached to your script, your movie's probably gonna suck. Yeah, because and you're also gonna be super Especially let down when it's different. Of, uh, say in post production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's something to be said for actors that can actually kind of grab the characters and make them their own, and the sort of like improv totally. stuff that comes in between there, like that really adds character to a movie, to like past the point where script writers can take it. And that's nothing against any writers. I, you know, I I've read and seen and heard from many capable writers, but there's something of it being a very group effort sort of thing that actually makes a good movie or show or mm-hmm. whatever. Totally. It's not you can't just totally rely on the script and writer for sure. Yeah. Also, this podcast is now up on YouTube uh iTunes. On, YouTube. <laughs> on iTunes. The iTunes. Uh, on the iTunes. Uh, <laughs> for all of you non iTunes users, uh check SoundCloud for the link. Um the best way I guess is to just click on go to our website and click on have the, the link. Podcast. Yeah. And then, and you can also just do it if you're using an Android phone or something like that. You could just use the RSS uh, feed and just kind of add it in there. And you know, mm-hmm. I've got it on. Uh, I use two different apps. One one is, um, excuse me, Stitcher, and then the other one I use Dogcatcher, uh, which I think is actually a fantastic app. Uh, but with that, I actually uh, I just threw the RSS feed in there that you put up on your Twitter. Works no problem. Has the graphics. Has everything. It, it looks great. So. You know, right. awesome. if, if you're looking for it, you can find it. Yeah. Uh, if anyone has any Android questions, direct them to Pat. Yeah. Nothing uh, about Android. Yeah. <laughs> Mike and I are totally Apple. That's nah, all right. That's for sure. Um, and always. And then, uh, John, you have an idea that needs to be worked out. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I have two things. Yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So basically, I'm going to be starting to make some videos for our YouTube channel, which are both going to be focused around the idea of uh, apps for probably mainly the iPhone. Mobile Yeah, yep. So it's going to be – the working title right now is Mobile Lifestyle. So, I mean, it's just going to be mobile gaming walkthroughs, maybe funny commentaries, all that kind of stuff. Well, just just to uh, kind of piggyback off that, what is the best gaming app that you found in the past, I don't know, month? Oh geez, in the past in the past month. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm super obsessed with Clash of Clans, so I mean. Okay. All right. That kind of that that kind of. Found that over a month. Ago, yeah. So. No. What was that, that game you were talking to me about yesterday, or not yesterday? Um. Let's Your see. S S G. Oh yeah, yeah. My um my sister's new fiance introduced me to this hilariously fun um. A game called SSG2, which stands for Super Super Stickman Golf. Oh, fun. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of it's super easy to play with your friends because it has this local um, Wi-Fi slash Bluetooth hookup thing. So it's ridiculously easy to get in a, a group of I think up to eight players with like people you're on the same room. Super simple to play. Well, in the beginning at least. And, yeah. And it's, like, it's just really fun and stuff. So I don't know. Later on, it gets pretty intense. Like. You wouldn't think a little stickman golf game could get intense, but there's like saw blades and lasers and you know, all kinds oh. of fun stuff. So I might, I did definitely get that within the past month and I might, 
I might make a couple of funny videos on that. Now, have either of you guys it, it gotten a... the uh, phone version of Hearthstone yet? Oh, I saw that. I saw that. That was it's uh, up and I running. It was man. on my computer, but no, I haven't. Is that what you posted the other day on Facebook? What's that? You posted something on Facebook. I saw. I think today. Um, I don't know if you posted it today, but I saw it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pays attention to all your posts. I get Camera it. Camera is important. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have Facebook stuff you constantly. <laughs> <laughs> that makes three of us. Wow. Um, all right. But uh, it was like the card game but you made your own cards and stuff, oh yeah right? yeah there's um it's just like a cheesy photo booth type app where you can make your own hearthstone cards uh with the photo library on your phone and oh, so i awesome. did it for my wife and my two cats and myself uh, <laughs> i wanted amazing. to make a wind fury meaning farts joke but i don't think my wife would have gotten it so i had to make her something different <laughs> i like it yeah, yeah i'm a real class I'll, act maybe i'll do an npe of that speaking of npes I'm, uh, my, the second thing I wanted to talk about was another show that I'm going to be putting up on our YouTube channel, the player one. I mean, there'll be a link. You'll be able to find it. It's um, right now called The Weekly Fix, which is going to be me downloading usually the app of the week on um, iTunes or, or iTunes, the iTunes store or whatever and doing an NPE, which means new player experience for all those who aren't super into the whole gaming lingo idea. <laughs> But yeah, so basically just going to be starting it out, kind of figuring out things and recording my NPE while that's going on. Oh, so that's awesome. It should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I was uh, really excited when, when John came to me with those ideas. So. Yeah, I, I especially love one about like mobile, like the mobile gaming thing that really speaks to me because I'm somebody that I spend so much time on, well, for me on the Google Play Store, just kind of sliding around looking at different games and I, I end up not, it, I do the same thing with Netflix, you know, where you're just kind of flipping around and you never actually choose yeah. anything because nothing has that level of like, oh, I have to get this. And so I like shows like the one you're proposing. Uh that will kind of be my brain for me, be that decision, be that uh, yeah, we're going out for exactly Chinese instead of Mexican tonight sort of voice. <laughs> yeah, I do that gotcha. same thing. Um, and then I let my girlfriend choose for me. There you go. Yeah. So um, this next part is going to be great. Pat, tell us a little bit about your show. Okay. Uh, well, this is something <laughs> I've been doing for, gosh, about maybe two months now. So it's still really, really new. Uh, and it is... Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I love doing it. It's called My Controller is Broken, and uh, that name comes from, you know, when you were little and, and playing video games, and every time you would play poorly or lose to your older sister, who I'm still afraid of, <laughs> hypothetically, uh, you would throw the controller and be like, ah, my controller's broken. And so what I decided mm -hmm. to do is I play these games that I haven't played in probably 15, 20 years, and I don't do a playthrough. I only do one take. I just say, go and play through it and see what happens. And nine times out of nine, I am terrible at it. <laughs> and so it's kind of this walk down memory lane, but memory lane has a lot more like potholes and like dead animals along the side of it so you'd expect <laughs> yeah so the videos range from about 10 minutes to i think the longest one i did was about 15 minutes when i did punch out which is a game i'm actually okay at uh but most of the time it's just me kind of dicking around seeing how i do and it's 
it's been a lot of fun and, and the people commenting i have just absolutely loved the sort of feedback uh because it's mostly people being like what's wrong with you that wasn't hard but i'm doing it <laughs> so incompetently that it adds this this level of interactivity where it's like you get to yell at me for being bad at this and there's there's a real charm to that everyone loves to do that yeah exactly, exactly yeah. and it's and it's like it's encouraged um, oh absolutely to people being like I'm yelling, not bad. Like, yelling <laughs> yeah. at people who are doing walkthroughs, like, oh, you made that mistake. Like, how could you? You're such a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm cutting out the middleman and only making the mistakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really like the format, too. Like, the whole one take thing. That's definitely not. I don't know if it's that's even done anywhere else, but if it is, it's totally not super, super it's, it's, it's huge. Not super super used. Yeah. Just, I really like just it. Like a, a one take and done. Well, yeah. Really like that because. Um, you know you're getting the the genuine product. Yeah, and, I mean, um, thank thank you for saying all that. But there's there is that level of edited to make themselves look right. Was that? No, no. With me, it like the reactions I'm having are entirely genuine. Like there are times <laughs> where I will just like mutter "fuck" under my breath, and it like <laughs> that is real emotion. I'm actually angry at this game, <laughs> and I kind of like you know really putting my heart out on the table and saying like, "Yeah, I'm getting mad at this." Because yeah. why not? We've all been there. Mm -hmm. Totally. Just adds to how genuine it is. Yeah, I'm a real sweet guy. I'm real lovable. <laughs> Just a big teddy bear, right? Something like awesome. that. <laughs> Something along those lines. Excuse me. I'm the teddy bear? No, Mike is the teddy bear. <laughs> no, okay. Well, I could at least be a beanie baby. I'm a little soft in the middle. <laughs> oh, beanie baby. Speaking of childhood lockdown. Um, memory lane. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about some of your favorite games playing like growing up as a kid oh man um i mean i i grew up with an nes uh, and a game boy but looking back at some of my favorite games i mean punch out is is obviously a huge one for me that's why i made it the first episode because i love love that game uh mario 3 stands out as one of the best games ever made to this day um oh, mm -hmm. I'm, i, I trying to think what else there was a game called base wars and i this would have to be like a three-part episode if i were to do and my controller is broken based on that it was a baseball game where all the players are robots and if there is like a tie at second it wouldn't be like the ref or the umpire makes a call the two robots would fight it out and you would have like weapons and guns and you would just just destroy each other that's amazing so it was this really simple baseball game with this really fun mechanic and for the life of me, like, I feel like nobody else played this game. But another big one for me, and this was probably the biggest sleepover game uh, from a, a million years ago, uh, uh, was Swords and Serpents. It was a somewhat first-person RPG, four players if you had the uh, connector for it. And my friends and I would play that until, God, I, like, I don't even want to think about it. We would stay all, all night, like, eating Doritos and drinking Dr. Thunder. <laughs> oh jeez, that was a pretty amazing. cool kid, guys. I was also really good at D and D, ladies. Well, uh, you know, I mean, playing off of that. Um, uh, speaking of TPK gaming, earlier, mm -hmm. um, they are doing. They're going to be doing um, D and D games. Um, I want to say every weekend, like every Saturday or something. Oh like that, snap! So. So if anyone who lives in that area is a D&D &D fan, uh, definitely go to TPK Gaming next week. Hell, weekend. I might hook up with Game them. Opening. 
Um, For sure. Yeah, Physically. I mean, I mean, intercourse. This. Uh, <laughs> um, so, I mean, I guess you, we already covered uh, if you enjoyed playing those games. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I, and I enjoyed them. Do you know what? Do you have any teasers for what game you plan on playing next, or, oh, geez. or any ideas of that? Um, yeah? uh, let me let me take a look here. What do I have? I, I mean, I kind of program out a little bit of what I'm going to be doing, but not really. I just have. I gotcha. I gotcha. A bunch of games. Uh, I would like to do Master Blaster. Uh, oh. I was thinking about doing Clash at Demon Head, but that game might take a little bit long. Um, and then, oh, there's one other. There's one other good one. Oh, oh, Captain Bucky O'Hare. That, that, that was an old cartoon from the 90s. And I remember the game being like the best uh, side-scrolling game I had ever played. But I had looked at some screenshots, and it looks awful. And so I'm super <laughs> excited to see, like, not only does the game not hold up at all, and also mm-hmm. like how bad am i going to be at it because if if history has shown me anything so far i'm not good at any of this shit so it, it's kind of fun to see what i'm going to ruin next i like it and everyone like, gets to watch you do it yeah, yeah, yeah I exactly do, i could do a show like this but with modern games and oh, i yeah. probably worse <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we if we wind the clock back about five years, I'd be able to do this show, but with my dating life. Oh, sad <laughs> joke. Oh. <laughs> A whole lot of failures and and muttering fuck under your breath. <laughs> you know me too well. Yes, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> um. I like it. So do you find this as kind of like a way to unwind um, at the end of your day or something like that? Yeah, actually, um, where the series started is um, I I work a a somewhat stressful job. I I am a counselor in a rehab center. And so not every day is super fun for me. And what I really, really need, Mm -hmm. like my stress release, is having some sort of creative outlet. I like to create a thing. Mm And it doesn't really matter what it is. And so when I started doing these, I I wasn't thinking like, oh, I'm going to put this out there and people are going to love me. It's going to make me an internet celebrity. That wasn't really what it was about. I just wanted to create a thing and just kind of set it on the table and leave it there and say like, this is is what I did to kind of relieve the pressure. And it's great for that because I I feel great about these videos. I'm very proud of them. And it's also something that it, it, it keeps me happy on days when sometimes it's not easy to be happy and and that's something that i encourage for all people is find something creative that really really makes you know that makes your heart feel good and just go for it not because you're gonna you know make anything real out of it not because it's going to get you any fame or money or anything but do it because you need that sort of thing and, and i i feel like everybody really does yeah, yeah for yeah. sure um actually uh was taking a class this semester on distributing the independent film. Okay. I think they need to work on the title of that class. <laughs> uh, but um, my, so my professor was a, was an executive working for New Line Cinema for about 15 years over in LA. And then she moved to New York and worked for 20th Century Fox. 
Um, and that, and then she moved to Chicago and opened up her own production company. Okay. Um, but one thing that she said in the class that I just, I could not get over was what do people do? Uh, what do people get into this business for the two F's fame and fortune? They're like, no, not always. That's not why I'm here. That's not why I'm <laughs> in your classroom right now. I don't give a shit about the fame and the fortune. Mm-hmm. Like number one, I think the fame is gonna be if they ever did come to me. Yeah, it would be super fucking stressful. Yeah, it'd be detrimental. <laughs> yeah. But and and the fortune is like I don't I don't I don't care how much money I make doing this stuff. I don't care if I don't make a cent. I'm just mm-hmm. doing this because I'm doing it for me. Mm-hmm. In the sense that I need to have that creative outlet. Yeah. No, absolutely, you do. Yeah. Um, so retro games are coming back. Um, I mean, you see it all over the place with especially, um, current generation gamers just being like, um, PewDiePie, (laughs) just, you know, getting really excited about games that they didn't really play growing up. But, um, do you see the revival of retro games as a fad or more of a long lasting appeal to future generation gamers? Um, I, I think retro games are actually proving to be jazz music. Uh, mm. It's something where we all kind of got our start. You know, you look back at rock and roll music. It has its roots in blues and in jazz and all that other stuff. And, you know, new generations keep passing and passing, and they keep looking back at those old things. And they may do things that aren't, um, I mean, parody is the wrong word, but homage is definitely that. And, mm. and we're seeing that, like, I mean, hell, there's games like Shovel Knight and... Um, like Super Meat Boy and Bro Force, that absolutely are those old games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. I mean, they add a couple of new dynamics into them. They make it very tongue-in-cheek, funny, kind of making fun of the old genre. But mm-hmm. in in essence, mm-hmm. they are that, and, and yeah, they do yeah. it so much so that it it may even surpass some. Of, in a lot of cases, it surpasses the old games. So the retro style, I feel like is going to fade a little bit, but it's always going to be a thing that exists because it has mass appeal and it's easier to program than a lot of the AAA titles are. So some nobody in the middle of nowhere has the chance to create something truly, truly amazing and fun and long-lasting, even if they don't have the funding for it, even if they don't have a massive audience like a Call of Duty where, you know, they've got so many million dollars to come out with a new game every year. If there is somebody with a like this dream of this perfect game that maybe doesn't have the the graphical drive that a lot of the AAA excuse me AAA titles have, uh, they can do it and it can be successful and it could be wonderful because we live in this age of digital distribution <clears throat> where any schmo can put their stuff up yeah. on uh, Steam, and yep, that's yeah. incredible. We're so lucky. So mm, retro gaming, yeah. retro style gaming, is going to be lasting. Hopefully. I mean, I can't see a point in time where it would be no longer relevant, uh, but we're yeah. kind of in that golden age right now. So maybe we are flooding the market with games that are styled like that, and that's okay. That's part of the growing pangs of uh-huh. a new genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there always is this kind of joy of going back to your roots, roots and like looking at you know the way things used to be. And, and games that are like that definitely aren't critiqued to the point of where like, like you said, Call of Duty would be, or, you know, a new Xbox One game that claims to have all these new shiny features, you know? Yeah. Those are going to be like, well, you know, critiqued here and there, but, I mean, you just kind of respect the retro game for what it is, and you kind of like its quirks. Yeah. It's I, almost like liked for the way it's flawed, totally. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree with you 100% on that, yeah. 
I don't know if either of you guys heard about this, but um, the creator of Minecraft, um, Notch, Notch, yeah, Notch. yeah. Um, he, uh, he and Beyonce and Jay Z were both <laughs> bidding on the the largest mansion in LA, like ever made, like ever built. Um, yeah, no, I, I read about that. <laughs> Notch outbid them. Yep. No. And but I'm sure he has them over for dinner parties. <laughs> they probably wash his shoes, right? Stuff like oh, that. And I know that Beyonce and uh, Jay Z were super upset too because they were like, <laughs> they're so excited about it, and and I just I I think that's that's really really awesome. Funny, yeah, it's so genuinely who, cool because Notch was a nobody. Yeah, mm-hmm. he and two other guys created this thing that took like, off into this. Go but Notch also did a smart thing by walking away from it when it got too big for him, where he was no longer comfortable with the property. And he just said, I'm going to sell it off, and whatever happens after this is great. I wish you the best of luck. Goodbye. And that was wonderful. That was brilliant from the, the standpoint of a game programmer. Oh, yeah. Totally. Something that... Mark Zuckerberg should have done. Yeah, right. Facebook. Yeah, Facebook kind of got away from everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a point where you just have to say this is beyond just me, right? Uh, even if, even if the money is. But I mean, if, if you were pulling down the sort of dollar bills that he was, yeah, um, how much would you compromise if you were Zuckerberg? Own? You don't. Yeah, you I, don't need. And that's the thing. I would love to think I have the integrity to say no to something like that. But when the dollar amount is that high, when people are literally handing you billions of dollars, where yeah. do you draw that line? Because I'm not sure where that line is for me. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, well, uh, to wrap up this Q&A session, um, of the games you've played so far, okay, uh, which was the most difficult okay. and which was the most enjoyable? Okay, let me look at the ones that I have so far. Um, Most difficult was probably Captain Skyhawk. I am horseshit at that game. Uh, It is really fun, but I cannot play it to save my life, and God help me if it comes down to that. Uh, That... That was awful. That like just watching it. As soon as I posted that video, within about five minutes, a friend of mine sent me a text which is the phrase, "What the fuck, Captain Skyhawk," and then he didn't respond for the rest of the day. Like, so that that was bad. The most fun was probably uh, it's got either Excite Bike, which I love that game, Excite Bike, or uh, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is one of those games where if they have it in an arcade or a pizza parlor, you know my quarters are going into that. That game is just unbelievably fun. And it was just such a, a pleasure to be able to have people like sit down with me as I do okay and I mess up and I get frustrated. And like that was just a great one to go back and play. So yeah. I would say those two really stand out to me. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um, so... So, I just um, I'm putting up my blog anyway on uh, the Player One Productions page, okay, uh, website. Um, yesterday or two days ago, I wrote this post like about I don't know my thoughts. Okay. <laughs> Regarding 
Oh, well, so um, I'd have to pull it up because I can't remember exactly what it was about because I just rambled on for a long time about nature. <laughs> sure. Uh, I recently Sounds like a blog. the relaunch of Cosmos with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, I liked that. Um, that was fun. And I'm really enjoying it. I watched the first episode of it going to bed constantly <laughs> because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, Great to fall asleep to. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I just, uh, I don't know. After watching that, um, Amy and I went out to a local park or something and uh, fed ducks and geese, which you're not supposed to do, but... Way to go. (laughs) And then Um, you blasted them off into the cosmos. (laughs) And then they Um, caught them and ate them. (laughs) Like, we were just out there enjoying nature um, and just, you know, in our world and the way... You know how fast-paced it is. Everything's all mm-hmm. the newest instant gratification, tech, and all this stuff. I I constantly hear about. Um, I never hear about like. Yeah, so I went for a stroll in the park today, and uh, this one tree that I walked by was really beautiful. Never hear that. Never hear that from anyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I, I feel like I, I try to do that whenever I can is to just kind of look around and say like, well, goddamn, we live on a really cool planet. I mean, we have yeah. nothing else to compare it to, but at yeah, the same yeah. time, it's tough not to notice little things like that. And that's that's so rad yeah. that you did that. Mm-hmm. Society's definitely created this super fast-paced instant gratification idea, which, you know, you just move from one thing to another pretty quickly. So that kind of... And uh, discourages no, that. It's just consume, consume, consume of you know anything that is put on a screen. For sure, totally. Yeah. And then I thought about the contrast of that to what I'm trying to accomplish with this production company. <laughs> well, this post is kind of awkward, counterproductive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, stop, stop reading. And enjoy nature, but once you're done doing that, come inside and watch our <laughs> watch our shows on YouTube. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, are we gonna be doing the short of the week thing again? Uh, or not? I don't know. Once I don't think we're gonna get to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's totally fine. Films um, let's uh, move yes. on What's to that most segment. Film you watched like for the first time? Oh gosh, uh, most recent movie I watched was uh, my nephew's uh, fifth birthday. I watched Big Hero Six. Oh, okay, that's the most <laughs> recent movie. That? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a super yeah. cute movie. The animation style was beautiful in it, and it it had a really well put together feeling uh that was that one best picture or best animated picture right yeah okay i mean i still think i would have given it to how to train your dragon 2 but um but it's a sequel and sequels don't win Oscars. true true yeah but big hero 6 was a lot of fun and i i can understand why everybody enjoyed it as much my mom enjoyed this movie and so, you know, when I sat down to watch it, I came in a little bit skeptical, like, eh, they're probably going to make it a little bit too Little Kitty. Which, of course, yeah, it's Little Kitty. It's meant for little kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the same token, I thought they did a wonderful job of storytelling in a really uh, fun, accessible, and still somewhat mature way. Yeah. Um, I have watched that 
twice now. Okay. Uh, the first time I loved it. Uh, I watched it with Amy. Um, we we were laughing up a storm. Uh, we I mean we still quote the movie, but <laughs> um, and I I thought it was really cute, and I I genuinely enjoyed it the first time through. Mm-hmm. The second time through, uh, my my nephews and nieces were over, and <laughs> I was. Yeah, leave it to the kids to fucking ruin a children's movie. Yeah. Um, Just because, like, the story doesn't grab me enough. Okay. Like, it has a good, it has good gimmicks about it. Um, The major thing to me, though, is killing, oh, well, spoiler alert. Uh, (laughs) Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, big hero six. Killing off the brother um, as early as they did without really drawing in the older audience like to his character the younger audience is going to connect to that right away especially if it's kids who have older siblings Mm -hmm. they're going to connect to that right away um and i mean i am the youngest of five kids so i wanted more to actually connect with the to connect with the character mm -hmm. so you actually cared i felt bad for i felt bad for hero yeah. Um, when his brother died, but I, I was kind of like, well, I don't feel bad about his brother dying though. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not upset yeah. that his brother died. Yeah, you would have killed I'm him yourself for the hero, chance. But mm-hmm. that that totally reminds me of the people who um, complain about the long buildup for the movie Interstellar before it kind of gets to that intense emotional turmoil up in space. Like, and don't get me wrong, it is a really long, draw, like, drawn-out um, build-up to that, like, an hour and 15 minutes of it, probably. But Like, act one is way too fucking yeah, long. Yeah, but, but if you think about it, if you think about it, it really is actually necessary because, spoiler alert again, if you didn't have that, <laughs> if you didn't have that long build-up, you wouldn't really care when, um, you know, like, his daughter calls and says this is the day where you promised me you'd be back at the same age as me like I've, i don't even know who that daughter is you know like if it was if it was just like a 15 minute um lead in to them launching up into space it'd be like okay so well, there'd be no stakes back home. yeah that's cool but i mean you you get the whole like childhood how she didn't want him to leave you know that all oh, that yeah i mean totally makes you actually care well the like, connection that they make is so strong that yeah. you're like yeah strong. yeah yeah exactly and without without that long annoying boring hour and 15 minutes maybe around that i feel like that wouldn't be there that emotional connection yeah. completely no you're absolutely right i know i said this last podcast but matthew mcconaughey dude like so good the last few movies he's made i'm like i am in love with you yeah no he's been killing it recently like, uh, I still need to watch True Detective. I can't believe I haven't gotten to that yet. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Don't worry about it. And then... Me neither, neither. Uh, Mud? <laughs> Mud was great. Yeah. Jeff told me that. He's like, you need to see Mud. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, like... Mm-hmm. That also made the movie for me. <laughs> I mean, you didn't. You don't have to. You don't have to work hard when it's sci-fi. Yeah, right. A movie for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just All have to make sci-fi. it sci-fi, and I'll be. I'll be watching it mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> um, but um, so anyway, John, same question. Most recent film. Oh, that's hard. Hmm, I think 
I'm trying to remember what movies I've watched. I recently watched since last week. Yeah, since like I don't know. I don't. I don't have time to watch a ton of movies. I just um. Let's see. I know I watched Real Steel. Or no, no, not Real Steel. What's the Pacific Rim? That's what it's called with the uh, massive Pacific Rim. <laughs> Pacific Rim. Yeah, I know. I watched that Atlantic one. Rim? <laughs> is that actually a thing? It is actually a thing. Wow. It's a B-rate movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly like Pacific Rim. Same story, but instead of being in the Pacific Ocean, it's in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. And the special kind of hilarious. That's kind of hilarious. It's yeah, it's, a, it's the same company that, is... that made Transmorphers. Yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah, no, but I don't want to talk about that. I actually just watched the 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 Lego movie. Oh, great again, film. Which made me super upset that it didn't get nominated for the Oscar, which it totally deserved. I, I'm sorry. I know. Like, it should have won. And it wasn't oh, even, absolutely. yeah, right? Like, don't get me wrong. Uh, I haven't seen Big Hero 6, but what I've heard about it and, and the small parts that I have seen about it, it seems like a good film, you know, like you said and stuff. But the Lego movie was just so good. Like, well, for the Lego so movie ways. was the most competently written comedy of last year. Like, exactly. It, it was a comedy exactly. script that just didn't have any of the dirty jokes that uh, those two writers usually do because, you know, they did the um, – <laughs> 21 Jump Street, and they also did an old yeah, show called Clone Same High that I was big on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and usually they lean more toward the dick and fart jokes, which is great, and I, yeah. I love that sort of yeah. humor. I mean, but they just removed it, that. It's cheap humor. It's definitely cheap humor. And the Lego movie is exhausting to watch because of how fast-paced the jokes are. And that's mm-hmm. inc- that's an accomplishment to make a little yeah, kid movie amazing. that is so dense. And, and mm-hmm. like you love the characters, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was seriously amazing. Uh, when I was writing um, the first episode to this series I'm writing, um, it's, it's a comedy show. I'll say that much. Okay. Um, and I have never written comedy before. I'm pretty much 100% of the time drama. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, you know what? Let's change it out. Let's write a comedy. I have this really good idea. Well, Really good idea to me. I love it. I think it's an amazing idea. It really it's all is. that matters, man. Uh, it's your creative outlet. <laughs> um, it's a comedy, and it has to do with zombies. Ooh. Um, so the mass populace and, will love it. Um, so, yeah, I've never written comedy before. And the number one tip I got from lots of people I know that write comedy nonstop is as, as soon as you finish a punchline – you have to build the next joke. Start leading into it. And, and mm-hmm. you just need to, you need to, um, rather than trying to build up the super long joke, mm-hmm. um, you need to have those short jabs mm-hmm. constantly through it. To Which keep your keeps you in, in that kind of comedy feel. And, and they said that the best thing you can do is balance the two. Mm-hmm. And like, so if you're doing a, doing a show, have one long joke throughout the entire episode mm-hmm. with lots of the tiny little ones in between um, leading through it i'm like i totally see that like and i think the lego movie was phenomenal i watched it with my nephew and was shouting at him the whole time because he was telling me what was going to happen <laughs> every five minutes that's awesome <laughs> i was like Note to self, never watch a movie for the first time with my nephew. <laughs> Especially if you've seen it before. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, 
What uh, was the most recent movie you have seen? Shit. Mr. Movie Man. I was thinking about this when I wrote, down, wrote this down. <laughs> and you totally um, forgot. I was like, I need to think about what the most recent film is. that I Never watched. did. <laughs> I never did that. Um, I know I watched a movie, another movie recently, and I just can't remember right now. I know I've been watching Daredevil. Yeah, same. Uh, heard that was good. I need to. I need to start that. Oh, it's excellent. You will love it. If if you're okay with violence, because the violence is very real and very persistent, uh, which I I love like well choreographed, very graphic violence, and that show really really hits that right on the head. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they needed it. Oh, yeah. absolutely. The nature of Daredevil. Yeah, Dare. Yeah, Daredevil is a super visceral type of experience because of. Nature of his hero, for sure. I watched the season premiere of Game of Thrones and was severely <laughs> disappointed. Okay. Um, and nothing happened. <laughs> like I watched a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think more probably happens in the Seinfeld episode than in the most recent episode. We need a mashup. <laughs> Snowfeld. Game of Seinfeld. <laughs> Um, shit, I don't know. <laughs> did I talk about predestination last week? Yeah, you totally did. <laughs> well, it's okay. Well, we talked about the then. Lego movie in Big Hero 6. We'll keep it animated. What's the most recent animated movie that you've seen within the past six years? <laughs> <laughs> Way to broaden uh, it out a little bit. Make it easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, most recent animated film I watched was Big Hero 6. Other than that, obviously. <laughs> well, <laughs> before uh, that, the Lego Movie. What were the other ones that were nominated for Oscar for the Oscars? It was. Uh, I didn't watch all these. Uh, oh, did you see? Did you see? Um, the Princess Kaguya was oh. on there. Which, like? Which one? How to Train Your Dragon Two. Yeah, I loved that one. Maybe I, I should look. I, I, I kind of liked it, but I kind of didn't like it. Server will tell me what I watched most recently, or Netflix. I did watch a movie on Netflix recently. I think the reason I didn't like How to Train Your Dragon 2 so much is because I was watching it when I was going to bed, and I didn't realize how long it was, so I okay. skipped to the end scene. But the but the end battle was pretty epic. I liked that. Oh, that's right. Um, what do you have for us? Movie, uh, <laughs> it's not a movie. Um, Super high TV show. Uh, it's a BBC miniseries called Black Mirror. Oh, I love that show. Oh, it's so amazing. It's really Are you watching really Dance Moms, Mike. Amy uses my my. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, she does. She puts it on, and I do not watch. I promise you. Dance moms, yeah. epic. I do watch Good Eats though. Oh yeah, well, there's no shame in that. There is no shame. Elton Brown is amazing. Animal voices. <laughs> what? Um. Wiener Dog Nationals. All the interview. Okay. Must say that movie was phenomenal. I feel terrible about loving it as much as I do, but I thought I, it was all right. I thought it was pretty good. Because when you think about it, it, it wasn't really that good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But it was. I laughed so fun. hard. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it, it, yeah. the cinematic value was at an all-time low. But I mean, but it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So instead of talking about the most recent film I watched, I'm going to talk about three of the most recent shows I've watched. Sure. Um, I I binge watched uh, Bloodline which is a Netflix original. Um, and if I were to put that into a nutshell, it would be 
a reimagination of King Lear. Okay. Um, I thought it was, it did what revenge wishes it could do. Okay. Um, Wow. And it was, it was amazing. I loved it. Um, I was, I was very surprised. I'll check that out. Um, and then I won't talk about Daredevil yet because I haven't finished it. (laughs) But, um, what about oh, Dance Black Moms? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Dance Moms. So, um, I'm super mad about Abby, which I think is actually on Abby because we're yes, here. Actually, um, <laughs> pretty sure. I hate that I know this. <laughs> um, she's the the owner of the dance company. Hey, if you guys uh, want to do like an all spoilers episode of Daredevil, I will happily come back to the show. Okay, <laughs> let's do that. Uh, we will. It's a date for next time. All right. Uh, but um, Black Mirror. Um, what even is I watched, that? Okay, so I watched the first season of Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's three three episodes. Um, wait, no, we don't want to watch this. We're starting it right now, right? Fuck Let's one go. pig. <laughs> um, so this is going to be spoiled. Is that okay for you, Tom? Yeah, fine. Okay. So episode one is about the Prime Minister of England. Um... And uh, so this terrorist kidnaps, um, I don't know what, what princess, one of, one of the princesses. Yeah, somebody, I don't know. And um, demands that the prime minister on public television broadcast across the world for everyone to see. Gets naked. <laughs> Way worse. a pig. <laughs> And re- I like it already. I'm going to watch the show. The show is really basically does the Twilight Zone set in an era that has social media. So most things yeah. are set like in the near future. And is it's it kind super, of the... Is it super creepy though? Like the Twilight Zone? It's really or upsetting. It's like the style. It's uh, really what? Sorry. It's really upsetting. Where it's okay. not so much like the... It still has that same... Like what made Twilight Zone great was everything was kind of a, a moral story. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like a, a morality play. Uh, this is the same thing, but just really sick and really kind of involved in the world that we live in right now. I so gotcha. It's I'm, a I'm logical progression of just technology. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get into that. I haven't, yeah, so, I haven't seen any. And then episode two, I'll just tease for you. Uh, episode two was <laughs> sex about... with a cow at <laughs> <laughs> every farm animal. <laughs> Um, no, it was about, um, basically American Idol. People were, yeah, well, it's like American Idol meets, um, farm animals. What's a game that you, an online game that you play, like, like the Sims, like an online Sims. Yeah. Uh, meets giant corporation (laughs) that controls, uh, controls people's minds. Yeah. I loved that episode. That episode is... Well, don't ruin it for me, because I kind of want to watch these. Yeah, and, okay. and then episode three was... Um, what the f- How your life would be if you could replay every single moment. Yeah. Um, that one's actually getting made into a film. Yeah, Robert Downey um, Jr.'s company took that one, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so that'll, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I'm excited to see it made into a feature. Um See what they can do with that. Um, Mom? 
<laughs> Sorry, I had to do it at least once. <laughs> had, to do, had to do it once. Uh, but yeah, so that was two shows, right? Mm-hmm. That's all you're getting. It's two yeah, shows. it's fine. <laughs> I was going to talk about Daredevil, but I haven't finished watching it, so there's no point. That's fine. Because um, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, in another podcast. For sure. Um, I think that's all. All right. Yeah, looks good. Looks good. Super fun. Um, yeah. So that's all the time we have. Um, we were going to do the short of the week, but, uh, this podcast is already pretty lengthy and, Mm -hmm. um, we all want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, especially yep. Pat. Yeah, has to be, in, so, uh, be up in 30 minutes. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. About there. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere around there. So, yeah. so thanks everyone for listening. Once again, um, for sure. I'm Michael. You can find me on Twitter at MikeBenArnold. Um, you can also follow... I, I do a lot of posting for the... Uh, for the company right now so you could just follow um uh the twitter accounts and the facebook accounts and the google accounts and whatever um and the links to those are on the website um and then yeah Mm mm-hmm Pat, uh, social well, media, go. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, my my name is at the bad Pat Ryan. That's T H E B A D P A T R Y A N. As well on YouTube, you can find Dang my no, controller is broken, worst. which is the little web series that I've been doing. And also, if you like the sound of my voice, which God help you if you do, uh, I'm on another little <laughs> podcast called the Rubber Onion Animation Podcast. So you can find that on iTunes, on Stitcher, anywhere you can find podcasts. It's a weekly podcast about animation, animation news, and everything else in between. So you can look us up there or on uh, rubberonion.com slash podcast. And uh, as far as Facebook goes, uh, fuck you. You can't be friends with me on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to say the same. As far as Twitter goes, you can find me at jsath with two H's. So at J-A... Or, sorry, J-S-A-T-H-H, two H's. And once again, everyone, thank you so much for listening. It's been a wild ride if you actually made it this whole entire hour or so. <laughs> Appreciate it more than you'll ever know. <laughs> and, Pat, it's yes. great to be working with you. Oh, yeah, thanks, sure. guys. Mm. It's a special warm, I guess, farewell to Pat. <laughs> oh, God, they're <laughs> killing me nice now. Time. Guys, they've got guns. <laughs> guys, guys, no. It makes me think of that new horror movie, which I wish I could talk about. The one where it's like, if you hang up this Skype group call, you're going to die. Or something. It looks really terrible. I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> maybe, we'll t- maybe we'll talk about that, that one. Based incredible. on a threat yeah. from an ex-boyfriend. Not a, it's called Unfriended, I think. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it looks real mix. dumb. Unfriended? Yeah. Can we mix that idea with Saw? If you hang up this Skype call... You're you for two <laughs> a, You can either saw off your leg or make me a cheeseburger <laughs> with a pig. <laughs> Have a pig there. All right. <laughs> um, okay. All right, guys. Thank, Thank you, you all very much. much. And we'll see you soon, hopefully. Okay. Beep, beep, beep. Um. Awesome. Okay, so I will say you're going to have to do a little bit of work with the audio that I have coming from Audacity, only because it also captured your audio. 
So once you overlay them, you're going to have to uh, dull out the volume. Okay. Which, I mean, that shouldn't be too, too much work, but it will be work. So I'm going to stop my recording now.